listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We're your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. Hi, everybody. What is up? Happy almost Gemini season. We are in the final throes of Taurus. How do you feel? Um, truthfully, I died. Literally. Literally died. <laughs> yes. Esty was not well. It was like, I mean, but she's here. You, you're better than me. Yeah. I mean, I apologize in advance um, for the sound of my voice. I'm pretty sure I sound, I've always thought I sounded like a man on here, but now I sound like a man who's trying to reach puberty, I think. Or is it a boy <laughs> reaching puberty? Boy, because a man makes you puberty. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm super congested allergies are no fucking joke um i'm struggling i'm struggling but i'm here i'm devoted it's been a it's been a rough week you guys yeah you i have to say you sound a lot better i don't remember when you sent me that voice note it was early on this week and i literally when i when your voice came on i was like whoa like i shrugged a little (laughs) i was not expecting like that deep voice and she's like hello <laughs> like you just like you're rising from the dead like that's what you sounded like but you know what i really want to put this out there um for those of you who have been affected by covid um so you know i'm like the guinea pig apparently so this is my first time since um then that mm. i've gotten really sick and i will say that what's it's like i had psd like i really was like oh my god i remember i was like bugging out i'm like oh my god I think I have it again. Like, what the hell? This is happening. Yeah. Um, you just instantly go there. It's actually kind of traumatizing, and it's not. It's not. It's not good at all for my brain, for my mental health, for anything. But um, thankfully, it was just um, allergies and sinuses. Um, but like, you go there, you know. And I and listen, something as small as like a cold or like sinuses. Like I used to get sinuses like back in the day all the time, and I would bounce back like you know, brand new. This shit took me day like i'm still struggling you know what i mean i'm so much better than i was but i just want to say like it's no joke and it's like i was just so tired and like i just it took a while for me to like kick it you know yeah it's like it almost slows everything down like that's how you made it sound like like your recovery was not as fast no not at all and um and i I don't know if this is my new life like i don't know if this is what's going to happen from here on out but um you know, obviously there's worse things going on in the world right now than me bitching about this, but it's just, it, it really, I don't know if people are talking about it, you know? And like, I listen to a lot of other different podcasts and I, I do a lot of reading and stuff and I don't hear about this stuff. So like, I wanted to bring it here on, on our podcast because, you know, this is the stuff that I don't hear about and I don't, I don't hear about it out there. Um, and nor do I think it's like a, a conversation that people have, but it's it, like the, the trauma of it all, the stress of it all, like, I don't yeah. again I don't know if this is the new norm but yeah well because it's twofold right there's like one that mental aspect of it where it's like oh my god is is this gonna happen to me again which in itself is totally fucking scary and right. then there's the physical aspect of it where it's like you feel like shit and it's taking you longer to recover and it's you know it just sucks and plus we are getting older And, you know, that doesn't help with it either. Um, Actually, side note, can I just share with everybody the photos that we have sent to each other this week? (laughs) Um, So the other day, Esty sends me a nice little photo. 
I believe you had like Tylenol, like sinus and allergy meds in it. Did you have a Gatorade? Like what drink did you? She had a Gatorade and I forgot like what else you had in it. Something Um, else. Yeah, box of tissues and oh, on top of all, I threw my back out. So I had um, yes that vapor rub stuff for your back. Yes, and she titled it This is 35 because, you know, SC's 35 again. Yes. Um, and then two, and of course I laughed at it. I'm like, oh my God, girl, like you're funny. But then two days later, I sent her my own reaction photo, <laughs> not knowingly. I've like packed for like an overnight trip. And now, like, not only do I carry like my makeup bag and like all the stuff that I used to carry, but in the middle, I must have my Tums and my Nexium. So I'm like, <laughs> this is 33, like literally can we like one day we need to do a podcast of the shit nobody tells you about your 30s yes oh my god please we need to normalize that shit yeah because it's like you know everybody talks about oh as you get older you get more empowered and you have more confidence yeah i have more confidence but like my back is thrown out like at least three times a year and my stomach's on fire after one whiskey sour drink like it's just not normal like nobody shares this so i think me and essie are gonna bring it to life but i mean i just had to share with you chatters like that those are our conversations we'll share the photos on our instagram this week for real, I it's just yeah. And thank you. I forgot. Like that's another thing. Like okay, so not only you're down and out, you feel that you're like worried if you have COVID again, whatever. But let me throw my back out while I'm at it. And can, I don't even think you even asked me how I threw it out. I know because at this point, it's just a part of like your normal like three times a year routine. That I'm like, oh damn, girl, like that sucks. <laughs> like I'm, just, I just like wait for it now. It's almost like I have like an alarm. Like you know how I set like birthday alarms. It's like, oh, it is the season. Oh man, you guys, it's like it's you know it it's like every I get and I'm so triggered by it, you know, because like I I suffer when literally since like high school, my back has always been like an issue for me. Um, I go to the chiropractor, all this stuff, whatever. And I like now am so more aware of like me squatting properly. When I bend over, I like bend with my knees. I just don't hunch over. It's like really, it's really sad how badly I had to instill in my head. So I went to a shop right the other day. This is not like an ad or sponsor. And I'm like, okay, because I, I need more soup. I need to get more Gatorade, you know, whatever. So I went just to grab like little things and get just to get the hell out of the house because I've been in the house. Um, I bend over to get my grocery out of my car, and that was it. That's all. It no, took. swear to God, that's all it took. Oh my God! What What was in the grocery bag? Like, was it like five bottles of water, or was it like an apple? No, no, not none of the above. Just what I said. It was Gatorade. I was getting more soup. I think I went to go get more Tylenol. Like, just little thing. Nothing like you know. It was nothing. I literally went in and out because I'm just like, let me restock and like get the fuck out of my house because I've been like just like stuck here you know just to like circulate air and that's it that's all it was that's all it took i'm like you've got to be kidding me this is what it is this is what's happening oh my god literally your 30s brings a whole new meaning to intentional living like yes it's about mindfulness but it's literally also about if i don't bend the right way like i'm gonna be in bed for a week because my lower back is gonna be like fuck you bitch not not today yeah, that's all it takes. You guys, it's it's really sad because that's all it takes nowadays. I mean, well, can I just tell you what can what might help with that? My new favorite gadget of the week, did I tell you? What? So, trampolining. 
aka rebounding you need to talk about this because you said you want to talk about on here and i was like i'm like okay but i don't really i mean it's something that you think so go for it yeah so i know i had brought it up like months ago like this whole like trampolining rebounding and of course with me like i'll like say it but then it takes me time to process and then to actually do it so i finally started it's called rebounding and what it is is basically like first thing in the morning you wake up and you jump on a trampoline. But it's not like you're jumping like a little kid. It's like a specific jump. And what it's supposed to do, it's supposed to literally wake up your lymphatic system and kind of like flush out all of the toxins. Because while we sleep, like everything is building up. And that's why sometimes like we wake up very like puffy and bloated. So what this does is kind of like it really just like flushes everything out and gets everything moving. And you would think that, you know, a 33-year-old jumping on a trampoline, not a big deal. Can I just tell you, like, five minutes on, I'm so red, I'm sweating, I'm out of breath, and mind you, my feet are not coming off the trampoline. Like, I can't tell you how hard this thing is. Have you ever tried jumping on a trampoline for exercise? No. So it can, is this, it's, I'm hoping it's a small little one. It's not like the big ass ones you put outside. No. Yeah. It's one that can fit like into the apartment, but, okay. but it's so hard, but I'm also doing like these like power moves with it. So first I start off with what? like light, <laughs> I start off with like lightly bouncing. So your feet <laughs> never like move off the trampoline. <laughs> And then I do something called the lymph pat. And what this is, is I'm literally like patting down. So it's basically you're taking your hands and you're like, it look, you're hitting yourself, but like not in like an abusive way in a, just like, you're just like hitting your chest and you're hitting your stomach. You're hitting like your vaginal groin area. You're hitting your butt, your arms. And it's basically supposed to like wake you up. And let me tell you, there's nothing like a slap to yourself in the morning to wake you up. I mean, that just sounds very abusive. Honestly, it feels so good. Like I can't, I can't even describe it. So are you also squatting properly on this trampoline? Because that just, to me, just, I'm going to throw my back out just thinking about it. So I can't squat yet. The only moves I can do is the light bounce. I could do the lymph pat. I can do a power walk for like a minute. And then (laughs) I can do like the end is where I like shake my entire body to like cool down. And that's that's all I've done so far. And you're sweating profusely. Like out of breath sweating. But I can't explain the amount of energy you get on the trampoline. So they say a two minute power walk on a trampoline is equivalent to a 20 minute walk on a treadmill. Shut up. I, I was like, this is bullshit. And then I went on it and I was like drenched in sweat. It's oh. wild. Yeah, I mean, if it works for you, I mean, by all means, go for it. Yeah, so hopefully this week I will be brave enough to take a picture of my little or take a video of my little routine and I'll upload it. Maybe not this week, but this month I'll upload it to our Instagram. Who knows? Maybe we can like start like a thing and then we can get like LBC trampolines. Oh, 
I don't know. You know, you never know. No, you do, you don't. But um, I mean, she's like, no, <laughs> uh, no. I, you know what? At this point, I anything works at this point. And if that makes you feel better about yourself, and it's like your exercise, who am I to judge? Yeah, highly, highly recommend rebounding. I will share it with all of you. I'll share my <clears throat> journey. So far, so good. Yeah. Um. Well, we're both assholes, and we didn't mention Mother's Day. So shout out to um all the moms out there who celebrated Mother's Day, especially my mother and your mother. Um. We hope everyone had a great Mother's Day. We apologize yes. for not saying that last week. That was totally our bad. But um, happy belated Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day and a happy first for Mama's Day. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. Yes. How did you, did you spend time with little new? I did. Um, I did um, when I got home. So actually, if you don't mind, I would like to tell everybody. So I had the pleasure of celebrating my cousin's bachelorette party. Yes. Shout out to Danny. Um, so we went away this past weekend or last weekend i should say the weekend of mother's day um we went up to the hamptons it was my first time there and it was a great time i'm telling you hamptons is such a vibe it's not even funny yes for sure you girls looked like you were having so much fun yeah it was it was a good time it was um you know we did like all the stuff we did um the winery we there was a stripper who was absolutely gorgeous um and we went out to eat we were just hanging out the house we stayed at was absolutely gorgeous um everything was just great like it was just like good company good vibes like really chill really relaxing it was just it was just awesome like there's no other way i would want to have spent it than that it was just it was good it was good to get away and um celebrate her and her new uh, chapter in her life so that was awesome um, we actually came home on Mother's Day, so I got to spend some time with New and my mom, so it worked out perfectly. But yeah, like what a vibe it is out there. It is, it's just so like homey. Like I got a like a real good homey vibe. If that's weird, I don't know if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah, it has like this like cozy. Did you know what part of the Hamptons you stayed? Like East Montauk. Um, I believe it was East. It wasn't Montauk. I think it was East. I think. Yeah, so East Hampton's, like, so, so nice. Um, Yeah, I feel – I know exactly what you mean where, like, you mean, like, homey. It does have this, like, very, like, homey vibe to it, but it's also, like, very, like, luxe and, like, very chic. It's just yes. – it's a total vibe, and I'm so happy, like, you got to experience it because now, like, you know what I mean, like, when I talk about, like, oh, Hampton's vibe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the food is like spectacular. Everything we had from like the winery to when we went out to eat, and like it was just like really, really good. It, it was just I don't know. Like I, I just I've again I've never been, so it was just awesome to experience that. And like I guess being cooped up all this for the past freaking year, and like finally able to like go out and do this stuff too. Like it was cool, and like she had all her friends there, so it was just it was just really really nice. We all everyone getting along. It was just like a good vibe, you know. And that's the shit that I could fuck with because like go and have like drama you know and it wasn't like that at all so it was just it was just a good really really good time i highly recommend for anyone who's never been to go just to get away i mean yeah it's like a little farther out but okay it's beautiful like the scenery everything like the weather wound up being great like it was just like a good time you know yeah totally worth it and it's nice because it's like it can be totally chill and relaxing but at the same time it also has this like bougie vibe like if you're looking to like dress up and go out so it's like you can have like the best of all worlds there 
yeah for sure. for sure so that's coming up um, um her wedding i should say is coming up so <coughs> everything just seems to be coming together um yes. and i know i've talked a lot of shit here about tiktok we've even had desi on here talking about tiktok so um i actually partaked in a tiktok <gasps> video um too nonetheless i really gotta ask danny if those got uploaded i'm not sure like where it is um and who's i mean i have a cop like i have a copy of it because we have like this thing but like i don't know it, who, where it got uploaded to and who's tiktok because i certainly do not have tiktok but i must say it was actually kind of interesting like how like i i how it like all puts together you know so it was cool like the music and like the different uh, like scenes we took so it was it was it was different it was really really cool i had like it was so funny i haven't laughed like that in such a long time so it was it was a good time for sure it's like a whole video production, right? Like, that's how I feel it is. Like, it's not just this, like, one second thing. Like, you have to really, like, think about it and be creative and then, like, sit and, like, edit, right? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I didn't do it, but it was, like, there were multiple takes. And then to put them all together, I don't know who did it. I really don't remember the rest of that, but it, it was just, it was a good time. But, yeah, so that was <laughs> something I'll definitely never forget. I actually just looked at it the other day for the first time since we've been back from the Hamptons, and I was dying. Oh, my God. Are, so are you going to join TikTok now? No, fuck no. Absolutely not. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I feel like I've come a long way in that. So I'm just proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Next step is signing up. You never no, know. No, definitely not. Definitely not. But, um, okay, so I also discovered this week, and I don't know how to pronounce it. So I don't. maybe you know how to – But anyway, so it's a color, but it's oh, the yes. color of yellow and green. Yes, it's called chartreuse. Okay, why did I just discover that now? I don't. So I always knew chartreuse was a color, but I thought it was red. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I didn't think that it was, like, gold, green, yellow. It's like, um, I don't want to say, like, a, it's like a neon olive color in a way. Okay, but, like, why is that a color? I mean, I don't, I don't know, church. And can we just talk about, like, <laughs> like, again, like, who makes up these names? Like, is there, it's kind of like the baby names, but like, seriously, did anybody ever think, like, who sits down? Is there like a color committee, like, that sits down and is like, we are gonna call this gold green color. You know what? It looks like a chartreuse. Like, I what I don't, I don't understand it i don't um so i was listening to a podcast and they said this thing uh, this chartreuse and i'm just like okay either i'm a dumbass which clearly i am because i've never heard of it before or i'm like or maybe i'm mishearing what they're saying or maybe they're mispronouncing something like you know so like uh, my dumbass like went to google and like said it and like it sure shit it came up because i didn't know how to spell it so it came up and i'm like shut up this is like a thing and like I don't know. I never discovered that. So maybe I am a dumbass and like everyone could come at me because I never heard of it before. But like, if has anyone heard of this or am I the only asshole? I mean, yeah, let's we should take a poll this week. I've definitely heard of it. I thought it was a different color family. But yeah, these names. I mean, I like the name Chartreuse. I think it's like a pretty name, but I don't think it would be like a gold yellow color. So then how do they get a charcuterie board out of like, I, you know? Oh, the, the, um. Like, where's the disconnect there? Well, it's spelled differently, but the charcuterie board, it's kind of like a brownish color. So but maybe the char, saying. like the beginning, 
like maybe it's in the color family of like gold brown and then truce is more yellow and <laughs> cutery is more woody i don't fucking know like we're literally dissecting this but ed like did you ever think and this is how simple like my mind is like Obviously, we live in the United States of America. And, like, you know, we have states, we have cities, we have street names. Did you ever stop to think, like, who made up these names? Like, my mind is so simple that I don't think I could ever make up a new word. And people are doing it every day. Did you ever stop to think about that or it's just me? I'm sorry, honey. No, I've never thought about that before. Oh my god, I think about like who made up the name Netcong and what do they what words would they like put together with net and Kong? Like you <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Uh yeah, I guess. And like and who's to say like, oh, this looks like a Netcong? Like wh- why? I, you know? I don't know. I don't know. You're getting very triggered by this. I don't understand why. What's are you okay? I do. I think about this all the time. Like, it's such a weird thing. Like, I just want to, like, sit down with the people who make up these names and just kind of dissect, like, where are these names coming from? And, like, why did you pick them? Does it have a special meaning? Or are you just putting together letters and hoping you can sound it out? I mean, I think it's all of the above, no? I, I don't know. Like, I literally don't know. I have to do some investigating into this. And I'm going to find... Wanna... No, no, I, I agree with you. I just want to know, like, how things sound similar, but are two different things. Yeah. I think there's a word for that. I'm sure there is, but I'm just saying, like, charcuterie board and chartreuse. I, those are... Ch- chartreuse and charcuterie board. No, chartreuse. No, chartreuse. Uh, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Maybe, maybe, or I'm saying it wrong. I'm, I don't know. But that's sure, what I'm saying. Sure, like, truth. so how can one like be a presentation of food and the other one's a color? Exactly. I don't know. Like, it's very. I'm gonna do investigation on this <laughs> and get back to you. We just lost so many listeners. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so like Gemini. Gemini season is upon us, guys. By the way, it's starting Thursday, May twentieth. We are leaving stable stubborn Taurus season and we are going into light fun Gemini and the conversation we just had is just an example of what Gemini season is like like so what does that mean like what, total, what do we have in total store? tangent oh okay um so we might feel like a little more scattered like not as focused with our thoughts and you know kind of not we we want to have more fun this season we're gonna want to like everybody I don't want to say like superficial it's like superficial in a good way where you want to go out and make friends and have fun and I find it so fitting that it's going to be the beginning of summer because it's such a perfect season to bring in that like summer fun so I feel like Gemini season is going to be like a really good time okay well if it's anything how we are anticipating the summer to be I'm looking forward to it yes for sure any hoots. Um, so there's a lot going on in celebrity world as per usual, but this just in Miss Raquel and James from Vanderpump's Rules are officially engaged. I am so excited. I have such a special attachment to the Vanderpump cast. And you know what? I really like Raquel and James. I feel like she's good for him. I really like James, even though everybody thinks he's an asshole. And I'm just super happy for them. 
Yeah, I mean, I think since he's been sober, I think it like says a lot. So I hope this I hope this is it for them, you know? Yeah. Do you think they're gonna have like a baby right away? I don't know about right away, but I think it's just kind of funny how um, you know, they're filming as we reported here and now they're getting engaged. I just hope it's not for the show to be relevant. Mm, good points. You know, Good point. It might be. I hope it's not. And I hope, but they've been together for a really long time now. So I feel like it was a matter of time, but I think the timing is just, of course, absolutely perfect. Yeah. And she's just, I don't know. She's, she's interesting. She's out there. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's, I didn't know. I didn't want to be rude, but yeah. No, she's out there. And it's like, but I think that's what he loves about her, kind of like her spaciness. You know, mm. kind of just like being like, yeah, everything's good. Where he's so like intense and dramatic and passionate, and she's just like, everything's cool. You know, they kind of like balance each other out like that. You know, what I find to be kind of how Kristen is still not married, engaged, or with child. Oh my god, how do you think she feels about like watching all of her friends? kind of like move on with their lives and she's just there well you know what i when i when this just came out i was thinking like it's gotta feel some type of like way for her like let's be honest james would not be even on the show if it wasn't for Kristen. um so Kristen kind of like brought him to the show then the dumb bitch gets herself like fired from sir but yes she was still on the show and now she's not on the show at all and everyone's married with kids or moving in, you know, and she's not. So I don't know. I, I wonder how she must be feeling. But yeah, I you mean. brought up a really good point. I feel like she brought a lot of the storylines like throughout the years. And it sucks that she's not on the show. Like, I would definitely feel butthurt about it. Like, you know, Lisa, I brought in like people for you. I brought in drama and story, and I'm not even probably getting a full time salary. Like that sucks. Yeah, but I mean, well, speaking of another Vanderpump Rules member, Lala has her new book out. Give them Lala. What do you think about the cover? Um, it's cute. I actually debated on whether or not I'm going to purchase it, and I made a decision. What is it? I'm going to buy it. I hope so. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy it, and I'll read it, and then you can borrow it. So is it, like, a memoir of her life? Like, do you know what the premise of the book is? Yeah, so she spills the tea. She gives all the details about her upbringing, how she came to um, L.A., and, like, her, um, like, I guess, sexapades before she met her now fiancé. So, yeah, it's, like, all that stuff. Oh, I like Lala. I think she's, like, a true fucking hustler. Yeah, she grew on me for sure. Yeah, and she made, like, a big thing on her Instagram. She, like, introduced, I guess Randall got her this amazing, huge cake of her book cover, and she made it a point to say that although she's not a New York Times bestselling author, she is a national bestselling author. I didn't know there was a difference. Neither did I. I wonder how she feels about it because her lovely castmate Stassi is a New York Times bestselling author and her too is no longer on the show. I don't understand. I don't get it either. I mean, she must feel some type of way about it in order to like post it on Instagram. And from what I remember, Lala is a Virgo. So she always aims for that perfectionism. So I'm sure not getting on that New York Times bestseller list was definitely like a blow to her, even yeah, if she is she a national. 
Right. But I don't think she she's going to talk about it. She won't talk about it. No, definitely not. Because then there's that other cocky side to her where she's like, I'm still the fucking best. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, and I think she is, too. Like, she's definitely grew on me. Like, I I listened to uh, her and her man um, podcast came back. So I've been listening to that. They still have that, like, interesting connection. So, I mean, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I definitely have so much respect for these, like, reality stars, how they take you know, especially Lala, like she came in as a new cast member. She was on the show, but then she took it and she ran with it. Like she's a singer. She has her own makeup line. Like she got herself like a really big sugar daddy. Now like baby daddy and, you know, future husband. Like I like when people seize that opportunity for themselves. And I feel like a lot of the Vanderpump cast members have done that. And I think that's why I love the show so much. Uh, Same. Absolutely. Same. But, um, I have a question. Yeah. Oh God. All right. So you trust me. Always. Um, would you trust me with tattooing you? Like, like you tattooing me? Yeah. No. <laughs> Just because. I mean, I don't really know that you have any. You know, I don't want to say artistic ability. No, like, 100% I do not. Yeah, like, so I feel like you would draw, like, a stick figure on me and be like, look, it's a Picasso. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but if, like, what if it was already on? What do you mean? You No, when the tattoo is already on you, they put that imprint on you and they just go around it. What are you talking about? No, because you'd be like, Laura, I'm so nervous. And you'd, like, shake. And then, like, the little gun would, like, go out of its way and make, like, a new design stop it i would never let that happen ah are you crazy never first of all i'm so ocd i would never let that happen ah it's okay i'm not offended i wouldn't let you do it either (laughs) but um i think it's adorable and a little too fast but it is what it is so miss courtney kardashian tattooed the words i love you on her man travis barker um, first of all, it was clearly over a dick load of uh, tattoos because the man is covered from head to toe. But like, I actually love this. I mean, I love it as like Thomas needs to allow me to tattoo him now. But <laughs> I don't like the idea of being tattooed on like now I'm gonna get offended like if he doesn't allow me to tattoo him. Oh my god, Laura, stop. But that's why I asked because like, I feel like in order for you to do that with someone, like, whatever, not, it doesn't be your significant best friend, your sister, your brother, whatever, like, that, I, to me, that whole, like, that holds a lot for me. Yes. So that's yes. why I asked. And not, not saying that I, like, n- no, I wouldn't let you do it. But, like, I just feel like that, because, number one, I wouldn't know what you're putting on me. And, like, do you think, like, they had this conversation before, like, Oh, babe, just like do whatever you want. Like, or no, I don't see that. I think that it was just like, here you go, do it, do it. Yeah. But then I also think like, since he is covered in full tats, it's not as sacred than, you know, somebody like near you who have like a few and letting somebody tattoo us. But him, he's literally all covered. So you have to like scroll over his body to find it. And Mm. two, if they do break up, he's going to cover that shit in like 2.5 seconds because, you know, true. he has the connection. So I don't know that 
it was as sacred for them as it would be for you know a lay person okay no i was just yeah i didn't think that's a good point but i don't know i think it's like i don't know i i don't know my sister said that she sees baby in the new future i don't know i mean I, I don't know. I feel like it's it's way too fast, but like I love this side of Courtney. I've never seen this. Not that I know her like that, but like she's just like free spirited and she's always been, but like this is on a different level where it's more like her style. Like this is like an actual vibe for her. You know what I mean? Like it's actually like enjoyable to see that. Whereas before it was just super boring. She had nothing like to offer. Like the show was just stagnant. Now, like look at her. She's like literally living her best life. Yeah, like, he brings out, like, this almost, like, inner child out of her. Definitely free spirit, good word. And I think we always saw her as more, like, wound up and, like, sort of, like, rough around the edges. So, I mean, I'm still waiting for Courtney and Scott to be together. I don't know. I just have such a special place for those two in my heart. But she's also been going through to therapy. So I feel like that might also be helping her be more vulnerable and free in this relationship. Yes, and, and, yep. Yeah, and she's posting a lot about him, which I feel like she has never done with any of her exes. Very true. Very, very, very true. Yeah, so I'm with Gabby. I think there's, there might be a baby in their future. Um. Yeah, I mean, we, we shall see. But on... In other news, unfortunately for the Jersey Shore cast, Mr. Ronnie is, uh, I guess, temporarily leaving the Jersey Shore um, and checking himself in for psych issues. So we reported here, well, this is, yeah, Laura, we were, uh, me and Ange reported that, yeah. um, that Ronnie was arrested for domestic violence um, yet again. So I, this is what I think. Um, I don't know. I think I've shared this with you, but not on the podcast. So hear me out, guys. And I don't know. This is what I think. So I believe that this shit has been going on when he was dating Sammy. Mm -hmm. I think that she's so effing loyal that that's the reason why she didn't come back on the show. Mm, Loyal to him. Yes, because we saw how that relationship was i think there's more there than we'll ever know i think that he royally fucked her up um and i'm not saying like beat the shit over i think like emotionally you know what i mean and maybe i'm and maybe he did put her his hands on her i'm not I'm, allegedly i'm not i'm just saying like i just think it was such a like abusive relationship emotionally like mentally you know what i mean like it was just so much and like I, and if he did put her his hands on like this doesn't it's not the first account like you know what i mean like he did it with his baby mama so like i, I don't see this being like a one and done type of thing so i think it was just so done with it and moved on from it all that she did a lot of work on herself and that she didn't want to put herself back in that environment because then essentially like what are you doing you're just going backwards you know what i mean um, and I think that's why she took a step away from the show. And I'll be honest with you. I like talked so much shit about it before when she didn't come on the show. I'm like this dumb bitch. Like, what is she doing? Like, you know, like this is like your future, like all the money you could be making. And like, you know, it wouldn't be the same without, her, which it's not It's the same without her. Um, but yeah, that's just my take on it. I think that she's just so loyal that she won't rat him out that she mm. won't. Um, you know, she put that to light. Like he's obviously did that on his own. And I think that she's just like kept it moving and like, 
you know, moved on to bigger and better things. And, you know, look, he, uh, you know, had a baby with somebody, you know, that was reported to be domestic violence, too. Now he's with this girl and he got arrested for that. And I think like MTV is such a like this huge platform that they're like, OK, we can't keep supporting this behavior. Like you got to make moves and you need to take some time away and actually do something about it. So I don't know if psych is the way to go, but um, we'll see. Yeah, I I can see that. Like, I feel I really always liked Sammy. She was probably one of, like, or my favorite character. <laughs> and I have to say that I totally respect how she ever, like, spoke about, like, the bad of their relationship. Because you yeah. know shit went fucking down. And, you know, I totally agree. Like, you know, he definitely had to, like, well, they both did. They were both in it not good like you could tell there was emotional abuse like we all watched it happen in front of us there's no lie but you know usually after something like that happens especially on tv like somebody's always trying to like get a story or make money and just like kind of take people down for the sake of fame or power or you know just getting a check and i i respect her so much that she never ever like said anything terrible about him and at the same time it's kind of like that's how life works right you kind of just gotta like keep it moving because she chose to be in that relationship as shitty as it was she kind of just like held it on her own worked on herself kept it moving and look like he just spiraled out of control and like you you, she kind of just let the beast like unravel and like that's what's happened and you know, I'm really happy that he's seeking the help that he gets. And I really hope that, like, this is really a big step forward in his life and that there can be transformation for him. But, I mean, I guess we will see. Yeah. I mean, again, that's just my opinion. I don't know. I, you know, don't come at me. I just think that's – I don't know. It's just – like you said, there's got to be something there that she's never spoke about. And there's, there's yeah. a reason for that, you know. And to me, that's loyal. That's loyalty. Yeah. She's not a narc, like – yeah, you, you don't find a lot of people like that, you know, no. and um, I feel like she's just as successful off the show that she was on it. I mean, she's doing her own thing. And I, I'm, I'm I don't know. I just I hope I hope that he gets the help that he needs. And like I said, I don't know if psych is it, but whatever. Yeah. And also, I feel like that's like true love. Like when somebody like wholly and completely it's like you as much as they're a fuck up and yes they can fucking fuck with you in a million ways if you truly love somebody at the end of the day like you want well for them and you never want to like drag who they are down like want to drag their character down and I feel like she really loved him so much that like she would never want to do that to him and I think that speaks volumes about her character versus you know other people on the show yeah no I that's that's very well put well speaking of mental health awareness we need to talk about the Demi Lovato documentary Right. I know it's a like super, super late in the game, but um, I'm glad we're both on and we can talk about this. So I was all in my feels when I watched this. How about you? I cried. I laughed. Like I was so in my feels over all of this just because we both love Demi Lovato and it's kind of like you're watching, 
you know, your friends or somebody that like you like really love, like go through all of this. So yeah, totally in my feels about it. And I have like, I just want to hug her. Yeah. You know, I'm actually really, um, I was taken back on how vulnerable she was. And I just hope to God that this was the tr- her truth, you know, and it, it, which in a way it was because she, I liked how she correlated her last documentary and said that how she was lying. So like, yeah. I don't know if now we're, she's lying or how we know like she was being honest, but um, I'm just going to say that she was being honest in this documentary um, because of what she shared with us. So like, where do you want to start? Because I have a lot to say. My God, I don't know. I feel like we just start from the beginning because it was a wild documentary. I agree. She was so vulnerable in this. But let's start actually with what really got to me that like really stuck out is like when her managers and her family was basically saying like Demi's a really good liar. And it's like that like shook me to the core, but it makes sense because it's like when you have that addiction, it's like you kind of just like roll with it and you kind of need to lie to like keep that facade up. And it's just wild that while she's on tour, while she was kind of still recovering from her last like relapse and, you know, going through this process that she started using again and nobody really knew to the depth of which she was and it it just shook me that it's just like we really don't know what goes on in people's lives like when they go home and close their door you know no absolutely um yeah that was that was crazy um can we just talk about how she had freaking elton john in this documentary wild wild I, i did not see that coming not only that but she also had Christina Aguilera like what that girl has been MIA for years yeah years and you bring out the two biggest icons like what yeah exactly and I love like I didn't even realize how many collaborations Demi has had over the years and it just goes to show like you know what an amazing person she is like yeah to bring these two huge stars like on this documentary Probably, I don't know if they got paid or not, but they seem like they just genuinely like like her and care about her and are like there to support her recovery. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could, like, I like that she was um, using examples on how like she was defiant in her past and what led her to where she was today and, and all, and all the things and like her spiraling and her usage. And then she was mixing and all this stuff. And then of course it got to that night where she OD'd. So, um, Oh, let, uh, we should probably give everyone a warning. So obviously you guys, um, you know, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch the documentary, I suggest you stop listening now because we're going into it. So, um, so the documentary pretty much is about like her past and like her uh, talking about her, um, her childhood or whatever, and her previous documentary and how she pretty much was lying to her, everyone in the world about how she would claim in that last documentary that she was sober and she was doing well and all this stuff. And she was, but it was for a short period of time. And then she started using again, which led her to this addiction and she OD'd, but like barely made it. Like she lost brain. Um, what, um, what the heck was she like talking? function? Yeah. Thank you. Brain function. Uh, like she, could not speak she i'm sorry she couldn't hear or whatever like it was bad it was really bad like they didn't even think she was gonna make it and she was in the hospital for what a week yeah didn't she have like heart attacks yeah like i'm sorry not in the hospital she was in a coma for a week or something like that it was just crazy like 
you guys, it was, it was really detailed oriented and it was just like, you know, and the dealer, that piece of shit of a dealer, how he took advantage of her and mixed yeah. the drugs. And like, she, um, again, you know, trigger, I'm not trying to like upset anyone, but she, they, he took advantage of her. He like, you know, sexually. And it was just, it was just, I, 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 there was, I was all in my feels. Like I can't even imagine, um, what she went through and what this girl's already been through. And like on top of this and her eating disorder and all this stuff. And it's just yeah. like, it was just really, really hard for me to like a pill for me to swallow um, because I ne I didn't know. Like, you know, like social media portrays a certain type of light. But like the fact that we were able to gain her side of the story was I, I for, to me, I, I felt a little bit better at it because I'm like, all right, now you're actually telling us what's up. Like, you know, we're finally realizing what the truth is. And I completely changed my perspective of her in a positive way because of the strength that this girl has gotten. But I'm going to be very, very, very honest with you guys. And I know I'm going to get shit for this, but I, this is just who I am. I don't know if this is the last time she's going to use. I agree 100%. I, first of all, um, she, obviously she went through all of this. And then I don't remember, like, if she did become sober, but now she's drinking occasionally. Yeah, And Elton John brought up a very, very good point where it's like he also shared his addictions and he's like, addicts can't just have one drink. That's what makes you an addict. And I can 100% like I agree with that statement because it's like it's either all or nothing. And it's I mean, if she can do it where she can have just a one drink and not let it go from there. But I feel like she's just in still, this just happened. Like she's still in such a vulnerable state that it's never going to be just one drink or two drinks or, you know, it's going to, I feel like it's going to lead down a spiraling path again. And I don't know. That's, that's also my opinion. I thought when she said that towards the end, I was like, oh no, like this is not good. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I guess the haircut and the color of the hair and, you know, she's trying to make a, a stand for herself and she came out that she's pansexual. So she's attractive to anyone and anything. And by all means, do you, you know, whatever, do you, boo -boo, whatever makes you happy. You know, I, I'm not here to judge or whatever, yeah. but, um, you know, I just hope that she finds whatever happiness that is, you know, um, I, I commend her for coming out and being so open and vulnerable and, you know, it was kind of empowering, to be honest. Yes, it was very empowering. So I feel like there were different parts of the documentary, right? There was like one where it's like they, she takes you on this like really super vulnerable journey, basically where her management company, like total douchebags, like how they also contributed to like a lot of her issues, not contributed, but made them... I don't even know the right word. They kind of like triggered her issues, like not in the best ways. Right. And then mm -hmm. she goes on this recovery journey and it's like super empowering. And then she's, she gets engaged and you could tell in the documentary when she is engaged. And you can also tell towards the end, it's almost like she's a different person towards the end. Like her demeanor changes, her body posture changes. Like she becomes a little colder, a little darker, which kind of like threw me off track 
And you could tell, like, that's when she called off the engagement. And, like, once again, she's, like, trying to, like, to pick herself up again. So, so I don't know. Yeah, it was very empowering because I thought it was amazing that she came forward with the vulnerability and the authenticity and, like, just really being real about it. Like, you could feel, like, she wanted to express her truth. But at the same time, I don't know. I just, I got scared at the end. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I, I also, thank you for bringing it up. And that's, I guess I didn't bring it up because, about it because it wasn't, she didn't make it as important as I think it was. Like, she really didn't talk much about the engagement. Like, it was just like, oh, no big deal. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I felt as if, I don't know, maybe she, and obviously she processed it her own way, clearly. But um, I don't know. I just feel like that's something that, bitch you were engaged you know this motherfucker completely took advantage of you totally capitalized on what you mean to the world and your social media and like just literally was just all about his glout you know what i mean i don't know i just feel like i obviously she obviously felt some type of way and humiliated you know that the truth came out but i feel like that wasn't depicted in a good light and i and that's when i was like okay something's very wrong here and then when she started talking about like it was she just like kind of was like a little hiccup in the road and then she was just like oh but i still drink and i still smoke weed here and there i'm like oh here we go like i'm like that's why i'm just like yeah this is not gonna end well yeah i i felt the same way and i like I think they brought I don't know if it was her therapist or like her life coach kind of on like at the end and he was like describing the process of like why she's drinking and it's kind of like not coming from a space of depriving herself anymore because she's like you know she had her eating disorder and she's been depriving herself her whole life and I just thought that was an interesting strategy to take because I think there can or I I mean obviously like I'm not like a professional by any means but you know I'm just giving like my own opinion on it like I think there's a way to shift the mindset obviously not overnight where you don't have to come from a space of deprivation but you don't have to drink anymore or have any of those triggers around you because I feel like that's what that is like that wine is a trigger now you know, and it's a Mm -hmm. cue for your bad habit. So I don't know. I just thought it was a very interesting path that they were taking with her recovery. Yeah. And it's hard to gauge it. I mean, we're not in it. So it's, it's, it's a little difficult, you know, us being viewers on the outside. I mean, I obviously both wish her well and, and whatnot, but I don't know if you haven't watched it, watched it, it let us know what you guys think. Cause it was definitely an interesting turn of events for sure. I did not think it was going to end that way for sure yeah definitely not definitely and like out of all of this like you just see this girl is so fucking talented like the voice on this girl is out of this world and like nobody can take that away from her like she is still like probably i'd say in my opinion like one of the most talented artists out there i think yeah i agree i could say that too yeah, but we wish Demi well. We love Demi, and like we're we're here for her. Demi, you know, come on, LBC. Hey, hey. So you guys, May being Mental Health Awareness Month, me and Essie started a new little thing at the end of our podcast every week. Instead of our gratitude sessions, we're going to share with you something that we do that supports our mental health. So, at do you want to go first? 
Sure. Um, for me, it's going to be listening to music. Oh, that's a big one for you. Yeah. So music is super importante to me. Um, I I can't, I literally can't do anything without it. Um, so whether I'm in my feels or just trying to get out of my head or just like have it on background noise in the back, music has literally been there for me through every aspect of my life and all the stages of my life into this very present day. Um, it's just like kind of my outlet, one of my outlets, I should say. Um, and I highly recommend anyone, you know, if you got a jam on just to jam out to it, just to feel good, upbeat, or even if you want to be in your feelings, like it's okay. You know, you, there's so many different arrays of how feelings want to have music involved. So that's one of my, um, coping strategies for this mental health. I love it. Yeah. That is like, so you music is always like such a good, like. I don't want to say distractor, but it kind of just like soothes you in a way. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So one of mine, I've talked about it before on the podcast, is taking my silent days. And I know it sounds crazy and woo-woo, but I swear by my silent days. I don't take them as often as I like to, but I do take them. And what that consists of is literally – Turning off your phone, turning off all technical devices, no TV, no even speaking with people. It's literally like a day of silence, a day to sit with yourself and kind of just like regroup mentally, a day to read, a day to write. It's kind of just like a check-in and it's sort of like a mental vacation. You're detoxing from everything in your life and if you can't do it for a day maybe take like an afternoon or something where you kind of just like disconnect and be with yourself and I feel like it's so important to just be able to hear yourself because we're just turned on all the time and constantly connected to things that you know taking a little time away and taking some silence can do your your mind, your body, your soul, like so good. So silent day is my mental health um, ritual, I want to say. There you go. Yeah. SE Teller Chatters, where they can find us. iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast. Please head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats, as well as our Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats. As always, guys, you can rate, review, subscribe. Let us know how you're how we're doing any feedback is good feedback yeah and until next week bye everybody bye